Good morning, God's wonderful people. We have another day in which to give God thanks for His goodness, His mercy, His love, and His grace. Things that we must never take for granted, no matter how often we hear them. The grace of God towards us is amazing. The love of God towards us is amazing. These are things we must never take for granted because God loves us. He loves us and that must mean something to us. We must never take that for granted. The Bible says nothing shall separate us from the love of God. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you're encountering, the love of God can reach you no matter where you are or what you're going through. The love of God protects you no matter what it is that you're facing. We sometimes look at hardship as obstacles that we can't surmount. But no matter what it is, God is able to keep you because one thing you ought to stand on is that He loves you. Today we continue our study on Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10 to verse 20. And as we continue this study, we turn our attention to now the third piece of the armor. This third piece of armor that we're looking at today, it is not stated as the others are stated. The first one we've looked at was the belt of truth. The second one was the breastplate of righteousness. And as we looked at those, we were able to analyze those in a very specific way. This third one we come to, it says, Your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So we're going to analyze this third piece of armor, but this analysis is going to be a bit different from the others. So if I should ask you the question I asked in our first episode, what are the pieces of the armor of God? So far, based on what we have learned so far, if you're going to name the pieces of the armor of God, you must name them thus. The armor of God is one, truth. Two, righteousness. That's how you name the armor of God. The armor of God is not a belt. The armor of God is not a breastplate. We sometimes would name the armor of God by saying the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness. But like I said in our first episode, this normally takes away from the tenor, the most important part of the metaphor, is normally hidden when we speak of the armor in this way. The Bible says God wears righteousness like a breastplate. In other words, he wears righteousness. He wears truth. These are the armor pieces of God because the warfare we're engaging is not in the physical world. It is in the spiritual world. And so therefore, our armor pieces must be pieces that are going to protect us in the spiritual world and the spiritual warfare. So therefore, we don't need physical armor pieces to engage in this war. We need spiritual armor pieces. And so today, as we take a look at the third piece of the armor, the third piece of armor is stated in the text as having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So looking at this metaphor, the question that we're going to ask is, what is the vehicle? The vehicle is your feet shod. Your feet shod. And what's the tenor? Preparation of the gospel of peace. That's the tenor. So the vehicle here is having your feet shod. And what does that really mean? That means the word shod there 
it literally means to bind on sandals on your feet. So when Paul says here, having your feet shod, he's talking basically about binding on sandals or to strap on sandals or to put on shoes. That's what he's talking about. Now, in one of our previous broadcasts, we talked about which one of these soldiers is Paul talking about. Is he looking at the Hebrew soldier or is he looking at a Roman soldier as he's writing this text? We have concluded concerning that question that whether he's looking at the Roman soldier or the Hebrew soldier, it wouldn't really matter because the bottom line is every soldier wear these pieces of armor. These are armors that are common to all soldiers. They'll have on their breastplate, they'll have on their belt, they'll have on their shoes, they have on their helmet. They all wear this piece of armor. So therefore, it doesn't matter which one he's looking at. So the shoes that the Roman soldier wear and the shoes that the Hebrew soldier wear may be different, but the protection is basically the same. So what we need to look at is how does the shoes protect the soldier? Answering that question will reveal to us what protection we get from this particular armor piece of God, which is preparation of sharing the gospel. It will also open to us what that means and what that's supposed to do for us. Now, thinking about a soldier not having on shoes, what would that do to a soldier if he doesn't have on shoes? And the answer to that is, if the soldier does not have on shoes, he would not be able to move about in all terrain and in all situations. There will be situations that he cannot move around. In other words, if an army of soldiers who don't have shoes, the enemy, all they have to do is to put up situations or barriers that they can't walk through. Because not having on shoes, thorns can be a deterrent. Rugged terrain can be a deterrent. So, looking at it that way, you begin to realize that the shoes offers protection to the soldier because it allows the soldier to go. It allows him to move about. It allows that soldier to be able to go, to move. It mobilizes the soldier, gives him the ability to move over any kind of terrain, to move from one place to the other, to move about. See, a soldier doing warfare must cover grounds. He must cover grounds. You cannot win a war being stationary. You cannot win a war being stationary, being in one place. Being in one place, you make yourself a very easy target for the enemy because you are stationary. A stationary target is easier to hit than a moving target. So a soldier doing warfare must be able to move about and to cover grounds. You can't gain territory if you are not able to move. So a stationary soldier is a dead soldier. You must see also, friends, that the ability to move is a huge protector in warfare. I remember seeing a documentary of a soldier who took on some policemen while he was standing at a storefront with his rifle. When the police approached him, he stepped out from the storefront into the parking area and he was shooting at the police officers. Now, this soldier was not behind any cover, but the policemen could not approach him because he was shooting at them and they could not shoot him because he was moving. 
he was moving in what was called a procedure they call slicing the cake. Like forming a C. And they refer to that as slicing the cake. And as he was moving and shooting at these policemen, he became a very difficult target for them to hit. And moreover, he was putting down fire on them. And so therefore, they couldn't even pop their head up to shoot at him. And when they were able to, he was not where they saw him before. He was constantly moving. That made him a difficult target for the police officers. And he, he was able to do that for almost an hour. It ended with him getting away from the police because of the fact that he was a moving target and was trained in doing that. So a moving soldier is possibly a successful soldier and a soldier who will live long. But a stationary soldier is a dead soldier. So the soldier's ability to move is one of their key protection in warfare. Also, friends, we must understand also that the agenda of the army cannot be advanced without the soldier's ability to move. If the soldiers are not able to move, the agenda of that army will never be achieved. So if we want to achieve the agenda of the army, the soldiers must be equipped to move because the only territory you'll ever gain is where you are. You'll never gain any other territory without your shoes. So the shoes we see here, friends, is very important for the soldier. He must put on his shoes. The shoes is a key piece of the armor. And I know you've been hearing that over these few pieces that we've talked about. That they are key pieces of armor. Of course they are. Every piece of the armor is important. I said that at the beginning. Every piece of the armor is important. That is why Paul says you must put on the whole armor. Because you cannot have on one piece or two piece and then it is okay. No, you must have on all of the armor. You are not well protected if you don't have on all the armor. If you only have on a few, you are not protected. You are as good as dead. So therefore, friends, we need to understand that if we are going to be engaged in warfare, we must have on these armor pieces. And a soldier without shoes is a dead soldier. Every soldier must wear his shoes. Just as though the shoes protect the soldier, in the same way, the preparation of the gospel of peace is supposed to protect the soldier in the army of God. In the armor of God, preparation of the gospel of peace is supposed to protect us. As we take our look at this in our next broadcast, it is my hope that you'll come to a fuller understanding of what it means to put on your shoes what it means when it says preparation of the gospel of peace and so you'll be more able to advance the kingdom of god and its agenda so until then my friends walk good walk in peace and keep on moving for the god you serve let's pray lord we thank you for your goodness we thank you for your mercies for your peace that you have allowed to be over our lives you have blessed us, Father, with all blessing. And so, Father, we want to thank you. Your word says that you have given to us all things that is needed for life and godliness according to our knowledge of your Son. Through your Holy Spirit, Lord, open the mind and our understanding. Open our hearts, Father, to receive your words that you can educate us, Father, 
about your son so that we can be transformed into becoming like him as your spirit mold us and fashion us according to your purpose and your plan for our lives we give you glory today and we give you thanks in jesus name amen have a good day now my friends and do remember that god loves you and i do too.